Welcome to Loving Me with Wanda Mack. The purpose of this podcast is for you to love and appreciate yourself and build positive relationships with family, friends, and others. Remember, all possibilities are within you. I can hardly believe it's Friday already. The days are rapidly passing by. Over the last few days, I hope you had the time to think about what you can do to strengthen your family. Those of you that are single, I hope you had the opportunity to think about the responsibility of a family. Now, let's get into today's episode. What is unique about Africa? I hope By the end of this episode, you will understand and identify different things about this continent. Africa is the second largest continent, and it is three times larger than the United States. In ancient times, Africa was called Al-Kibulan. This term meant mother of mankind, or garden of Eden. In the Bible, Africa was called Cush, and the people were called Cushites. Today, some people refer to Africa as the motherland. Scientists consider Africa to be the origin of mankind. This continent has 54 countries. Let me list a few. Nigeria, Ethiopia, Egypt, Mali, Cameroon, Sudan, Tunisia, Morocco, Kenya, and Nigeria. Let's look at the location of Africa. To the north, you have the Mediterranean Sea. The south, mingling waters of the Atlantic Ocean and Indian Ocean. East, to the east, you have the Red Sea and Indian Ocean. And the west of Africa is the Atlantic Ocean and it extends to the southwest part of the continent. It is almost equally divided in half by the equator. A few of this continent geographical features. The Nile River. It flows from north to south. It is the longest river in the world. Bible scholars are aware of the story of Moses and the Nile River. Lake Victoria is the largest lake in Africa. The rainforest. 80% of the rainforest is along the Congo River Basin. It has 8,000 plant species. 1,100 of these plants were found nowhere else in the world but in Africa. 
the Sahara Desert. It is the hottest and largest desert in the world. Strangely enough, it was a lake. It was called Lake Megachad. The climate change caused it to form as a desert. Dinosaur fossils have been found there. It is almost the size of Brazil. This desert makes up almost 31% of Africa. Mount Kilimanjaro is the highest point in Africa. It can be found in Tanzania. It is 19,340 feet. Now, I would like to talk to you for a few minutes about colonizing. Colonizing is when a group of people go into another country and establish control over it. Colonizing a country is usually done in a very violent manner. There's a change in the lifestyle of the people that have been colonized. Their culture is imposed upon. Their language, way of life, and even a change in their government. This country goes in and violates another country and it claims the country's land as its own. There is no respect for the people. The Berlin Conference of 1884 through 1885 are commonly called the Berlin West African Conference was held. The European leaders were invited. The purpose of the meeting was to decide which part of Africa each European country would take over or colonize. I guess the question in your mind at this point is, why would there be such a need for a meeting of this nature? None of the African countries had attacked any of the European countries. The leaders sat there in that meeting as if they were slicing up a large apple pie. What I failed to mention you earlier were some of Africa's natural resources. Africa has 40% of the world's gold and 90% of chromium and platinum. This continent has the largest reserve of cobalt, cobalt, platinum, diamonds, and uranium. It holds 65% of the world's farmland to grow crops. 10% of the planet's internal fresh water source. I think you understand the value of the gold, the chromium, and the platinum, the uranium, but I want to elaborate a little bit more on the cobalt. There is a high demand for cobalt, and it's found in the earth crust. 
The problem is the children as young as four are mining for cobalt in the Congo. In ancient times, cobalt was used for making blue dye for jewelry and paint. I would like to list some of the usage of cobalt. Cobalt is still used in jewelry and paint. It's used in magnets, airplanes, microphones, in the making of electric cars, nickel, iron, aluminum. Cobalt is used in making prosthetic parts, hip and knee replacement, and dental prosthetics. The alloy reduces the possibility of allergies and immune response to patients. Cobalt is used in batteries and a main component in vitamin B12. Africa ended up being colonized by several countries. They were Britain, and they are Britain, Germany, Italy, Spain, France, Belgium, and Portugal. At this time, I will only give two European countries and who were the countries that they colonized. France colonized large territories in the West and South of Africa. Britain colonized several parts of Africa, including Sudan, Egypt, Kenya, Uganda, South Africa, Gambia, Northwest Somalia, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Botswana, Nigeria, Nigeria, Ghana, and Malawi, and Sierra Leone. Now, I think you understand why it was a rush to take over Africa and control. Let's look at the three richest countries in Africa. Nigeria. It has a diverse economy in the oil and gas industry. Nigeria has 9,800 millionaires and four billionaires. Egypt. Egypt has an economy with tourism, oil and gas, and agriculture. It has 16,100 millionaires, eight billionaires. South Africa. South Africa's economy is mining, agriculture, and services. It has 37,800 millionaires and five billionaires. Now, I would like to briefly talk about three African poets. Dennis Brutus, he spoke out against apartheid. His poems captured the struggle. He wasn't allowed to attend the Olympic Games because of his beliefs. He was an activist. 
He died at the age of 85. Christopher Okibo, a famous Nigerian poet, born in a Catholic family, a son of a school teacher. He died at a very young age. Christopher attended government college. He studied medicine, Greek, and Latin. His poem was published in the journal Black Orpus. It was Heaven Gate. He received the Langston Huge Award, but refused to accept it because he believed poetry shouldn't be judged by one's race. Harriet and Ina. She was a Ugandan poet. She was not only a poet, but an author and journalist. She received several awards and her poetry, A Nation in Labor, tells the reality of war and the pressure of political mistakes. African music. Traditional African music had its roots in mythology, legend, and folktales. Some of the names for African music are Amo Piano, Juju, Rumba, Makosa, Kizumba, Afrobeat, and Highlight. There are different kinds of African music. Blues, soul, spiritual, call and response. Music is very important in Africa. It is used for marriages, birth, death, religious ceremonies, curing sickness, bringing rain, festivals. It marks the stages of life, express discontentment and political guidance. Afrobeat music originated in Nigeria and it combines hip hop and rhythm and blues. Traditional African rhythm originated in South Africa combines house African rhythms. Popular music in Africa, Afrobeat, Roomba, Reggae, Hip Hop, Rhythm and Blues, and Binga. The music was first recorded in Egypt in the third millennium BC. The music instruments they used at that time were harps, flute, drums, and cymbals. The best contemporary music comes from Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa, Tanzania, and Kenya. Countries with African number one music are Nigeria and South Africa. The top African musician that popularized Afrobeat around the world was Fila Kuti. Hugh Masikila used political messages in his music mixed with traditional sounds with modern influences. Miriam Makiba tackled social issues in her listen. Let's look at some exciting places to visit in Africa.
Madagascar gives you the opportunity to see animals in their natural environment. And it has 11,000 plant species you can see. Cape Town, it has stunning beaches. Visit Nelson Mandela's home, his jail cell on Robinson Island. Take the air cable way up to Table Mountain and go to Constantia Valley wine region. Botswana is a good vacation for nature lovers. Quad biking, canoeing, and helicopter tours. Cairo, Egypt. Go see the pyramids, the Giza, and even ride the camels. Shop at the bazaar, experience the food, and go to the newest museum. The winter season is the most pleasant time to visit this area because the weather is pleasant 60 to 70 degrees. Last year in October, I spent 12 days in Egypt. I traveled on a cruise three days down the Nile River. I stayed in a former king's palace. The people were nice and the food was great. The experience of touring Egypt was like I stepped back into time. We had a great tour guide and the experience was absolutely wonderful. Nairobi. Nairobi has a wildlife conservation park. It has several museums and you can shop at many of the street markets. Zanzibar. It has white beaches. You can also visit the 19th century palace that has ties to Zanzibar's royals. Tanzania. Go on a safari. See the tallest mountain, Mount Kilimanjaro, or even climb up it. You can also visit the Serengeti National Park. On a closing note, I would like to say that Ethiopia and Liberia were never colonized. I'm hoping this episode of taking a unique look at Africa or what's unique about Africa has been enlightening and provides an interesting conversation. I would like to thank you for listening and I'll see you again on next Friday. Have a great week.